And we're back! Welcome to Snatch Season 2. As you know by now, I'm Sam Dampshness, the Associate Editor of Gay Times, and I'm joined by Fashion Editor Umar Sawa. Oh girl, can you believe we've been renewed for a Season 2? Who would have thought it? When it's right, it's right. Are you ready to dive into All Star 6? I'm ready to dive in deep, honey. All right, let's dive. Come on, All Stars, let's get sixing! On this week's episode, we'll be discussing the fourth instalment of RuPaul's Drag Race All Star 6, which saw the 10 remaining contestants celebrate and impersonate their favourite entertainers in an epic Super Bowl-inspired halftime show with the assistance of guest choreographer and judge Jamal Sims. This was another great episode, wasn't it, Umar? Oh my God. We are on a winning streak. Four out of four so far. No duds. No duds. Okay, so the episode started off with some split votes between Akira and Silky. Um, Silky got the chop, obviously, Akira stayed. Did you expect the votes to be so evenly split? I think I did, because I think in terms of the competition, both of them are season 11 queens. Track records are the same. Um, and both of them didn't flop and both of them didn't look that awful on the runway. So I, I can see why it was a split. And I think this is an interesting point of the competition <laughs> where things don't become predictable. Yeah. Akira handled it so well, though. She did. I'd be crying. If I saw my lipstick, I'd be crying each time. I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, Sam, Sam, no. I would get that box and throw it at Pandora's head. I'd be like... <laughs> well, she was the one reading out the lipsticks. I think, on the whole, we've noticed in Untucked, the sofa area, a lot of them are being diplomatic. and just like, yep, no hard feelings, moving on. So maybe this is a new positive strategy. I just know I'll be sitting in my feelings. <laughs> I'd be crying, you'd be... I'd be fuming. You'd, be, you'd have a tantrum. Absolutely. But it's all in the strategy, because if you kick up a fuss now, then you don't know if you're going to, you know, ruin your chances. It's true. Let's just go straight into the halftime show, because there wasn't really much interesting conversations beforehand, I think. And this was really amazing. So let's just go straight into it. Did you like each entertainer that was chosen? I love the halftime show. Especially when it's a pop diva that just brings the choreography, the fashion, the spectacle. Beyonce, Madonna, Katy Perry. I just live for it all. So if any week or challenge was my thing, this is this is it. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I liked the, the choices. Like, I actually forgot Fergie was a halftime show. <laughs> um, and also Carol Channing was a halftime performer. I'm, I'm very not clued up on the super time. Super time? Super I don't. I don't think they were. Yeah, no, they had to pick previous um, halftime performers, which is why you didn't get some legends such as, um, like, Samantha Mumba and... Um, Atomic Kitten. Atomic Kitten. <laughs> Spice, Spice Girls, you know, that, that's why. So they had to oh, pick that, previous ones. That's like, that actually makes sense, because they all were wearing the outfits that those performances mm. had. Mm. But on the whole, I love it. I love the halftime show and I love any ensemble. This reminds me of All Stars 3 when they did the Divas, Divas. Divas and also the iconic women through history. Mm -hmm. Annie Oakley. Mm. Um, so it gave me that kind of deja vu and I'm always here for that kind of um, challenge. But I liked how it was on like some kind of different stage. It wasn't on the main stage. It literally looked like there was budget this time around. 
What did you think of the fading between each performer? I agree. Production, laser beams, staging, dancers, it's all there. I didn't mind the edit. I think everyone had their minute and then it transitioned into the next. And I think it gelled nicely together. I wish there was more group ensemble moments mm-hmm. throughout. Or like a Passover. Yeah. I'm going to go through them alphabetically now, each queen. All right? And we're going to share our thoughts on it. This is this is different to the quick fire section, all right? Because we're going to do a quick fire section, which encompasses the whole episode. But let's just do it. So, Akira C. Davenport had Prince. I really liked this, actually. I thought she got the princesms down. I really liked it, too. I thought um, she gave choreography. Mm-hmm. She gave energy and fashion. And also... Out of all of them, Prince probably is the hardest one to do because it's not it's not someone that the gays are going to scream over. It's not like a Katy Perry or a Beyonce. Mm-hmm. So I think the material she had, I think she delivered a strong performance. So I don't know where the critique went with that, but mm. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think she adapted Jamal, who, by the way, I really like. Do you like Jamal? I really like Jamal Sims. He's um, he's something. But no, I think she adapted his critiques quite well, you know, doing it effortlessly, not like, oh, 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 but more like, oh, oh, mm. oh. Um, maybe it wasn't there in the face, but I thought the actual dancing was really good. Uh, what did you think of Eureka as, as Madonna? I liked Eureka, but then I think Eureka has that... Um, Eureka's very much like Alyssa Edwards, that they can do anything and put their spin on it, and it's funny. Um, So Eureka, as an Egyptian goddess, I mean, it's an iconic moment. I didn't get Madonna. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I didn't like this. I'm actually going to say I did not like this. She had Madonna's look, the iconic look, but there was nothing Madonna there. Nothing. She even did, like, her Eureka high kick. Does Madonna yeah. do high kicks? But also looking at that Madonna halftime show, if you watch it, there's a lot of like, no shade to Madonna, but there's a lot of like, because it's like a 10 minute segment, right? To the halftime show, you've got to perform the house down goddamn boots for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. If you watch the Madonna rendition, there is a point where she just starts like getting a bit out of breath. She's like, mama's had it. I'm tired. <laughs> I think Eureka could have played on that where it's like, okay, like, like, I'm tired now. Or, like, had a bit more comedy with it. Yeah, it just didn't do it for me at all. Mm-hmm. And that goes the same as well for Ginger Minger's Fergie. I'm sorry, that was I didn't get Fergie at all. I, I did not get Fergie. I didn't get Fergie. Um, also, I feel like that outfit Ginger was wearing was very... Um, she looked like a little... A little what? A little person. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get Fergie at no. all. But then, is that Ginger's fault or is that more the audio? Fault. Do you know what I mean? The track they're singing against. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear Fergie in the vocals either, the pretend vocals. I didn't get that. Because they could have, like, really gone to town with the national anthem. Where it was yeah. Like, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. They could have done that more dramatically. Mm-hmm. And also, I thought the choreography was a bit too energetic for Fergie. Fergie, no, but she did do that Good Morning America. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Can't be a thing. But mm-hmm. on the whole, Fergie doesn't give. A breakdown. No, no, I, 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 ugh, I just didn't see it. Jan, however, I'm sorry, she completely embodied Lady Gaga with the guitar, the, <laughs> the facial expressions, everything, putting her leg up on the piano. That was Lady Gaga. 
Jan fulfilled the assignment. Mm -hmm. And they had that joke throughout, what was it, Jandetta? You could tell. I'm sorry, but why does Jan need to add her name onto everything? I don't know. Yeah, it's true. It's very narcissistic. Um, Genarcissistic. Uh, it's genarcissistic. That's what it is. <laughs> I gagged down boots. Like, I, um, I ate my words. She delivered. Mm -hmm. Cannot complain. Um, I will get to the verdict in a bit, but it was really interesting, her arc for the episode. But yeah, she yeah. did the goddamn thing. Yeah. The choreo, the monster choreo. I really enjoy Kylie, Sonic Love, as Steven Tyler. I will admit, I do not know much about Steven Tyler and Aerosmith, and I, I think that goes the same for you as well. Um, I know a few bops. Don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss it. Dude looks like a lady. Mm -hmm. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Sonique really. Kylie. It's Kylie, remember? Kylie, Sonique. Mm -hmm. I was really proud of her because. We know acting-wise she can get in her shell, but she actually came alive and performed and yeah. embodied. Yeah, and yeah. getting on the floor and doing that whole, like, Steven Tyler, I don't want to miss a thing music video mm -hmm. thing was And was the album smart. was gorge. Yeah, yeah, she looked gorge. Um, Pandora's Carol. Um, it's funny, because they were bigging this up to be the moment, right, of the episode, like, this is where Pandora's going to win. And although it was fun, I didn't see it really going anywhere. I thought it was camp and comedy and cute, but I think it's so weird because I think Pandora, she's not that old, but when she does stuff that's so disconnected from everyone else, it makes her feel like she's from a different world, like a different time. But I like that though. I like that, it's range. <laughs> it stands out more, so maybe it doesn't land as fiercely as everyone do more contemporary things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really, really wanted to like Raja's performance as Diana because I'm standing Raja so much this season. But I think after seeing Bibi Sahara Benet do Diana Ross, there was just a lot to live up to. And I'm not sure if she fulfilled it for me. I agree. Mm. I agree. I, I just don't think the choreography that was given to her was that strong. The outfit. Yeah, I agree. Bibi mm. bodied that. Yeah. I did love Scarlet Envy as Katy Perry. Um, I love the shark outfit. That was like a memeable moment throughout the episode. I thought that was great. Good on you, Scarlett. You know what you're tapping into, you know, the audience, the memeable culture. However, what I will say is, I think that vocal track was too impressive for Katy Perry. The vocals were oh too... Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I don't think Katy can actually go that high. Not the sh <laughs> not, not dragging Katy Perry. No, I, at all the halftime shows, I think Katy Perry's halftime show is actually the most flawless. Mm. It's the most um, dynamic and she squeezes a lot of outfit changes in production and it's just pure pop fantasy. And I think Scarlett was a good middle of the road safe. She looks flawless. I loved it. Um, but you can only work with the material given, yeah. you know? Wow, wow, wow. Trinity K, Bo fucking nay. Oh my God. Her she broke the Beyonce curse officially. I... Um, <laughs> I lost my words, lost my wig. It was Beyonce. Like, mm -hmm. it was Beyonce. And that's all I have to say. The way she was coming down those stairs, I was like, like, I could, it was just flawless. If you, flawless. If you blurred Trinity Cobain's face a little bit, you would have a hard time not believing that was Beyonce. 
Gagatandra. No, I agree. I think Beyonce has now been vindicated. Absolutely. I mean, she got the dancing completely correct. Correct. She came correct. So good. So good. And finally, Jara as Shakira. Um, I loved it. But I think I've got my Yara goggles on. I just Mm. love everything Yara does. And she got the belly dancing right. The outfit right. The hair right. But it was the face again, wasn't Mm. it? I agree with you because I think Yara is the Yara effect. She can do no mm. wrong. But looking back, her face wasn't there. It was disconnected. But the body, the sh- I was like, can we just can we just talk about how did you feel about all of the songs being RuPaul songs but remixed and reworked to fit each singer or performer? Like, how did you feel about that? I actually don't mind. Um, and I can tell by looking at your face right now, you hated it. Um, but I just think it's classic Drag Race, right? For RuPaul to put his back catalogue in there somewhere. But I like that each song, like it took me a couple seconds <laughs> to figure out which RuPaul song it was. So I think they actually did a good job with actually making it sound like the singer. I agree. Um, no, you don't. I don't agree. <laughs> I think I get it. And I think RuPaul has got bops that can be remixed and reworked. However, I just would have preferred it being more comedic and having original lyrics that fit to each singer and take the piss out of their halftime show. So like Katy Perry singing about Left Shark, blah, blah, blah. But um, other than that, yeah, it was all right. Well, hold on there, Umar. It's now time for our ad break. We'll be back after this to discuss the runway and this week's lip sync assassin. Okay, Umar, let's get serious for a second. Here in the UK, our trans siblings and marginalized communities are facing severe attacks in the right wing press. I know, I'm just sick of seeing this. The lies, the hate, the spill, it all just has to stop. Exactly. Media Watch is a new six-part Gay Times original podcast series that dissects, analyzes, and critiques the way LGBTQ plus issues are reported on in the mainstream media. And calls out that bullshit. So if you're scared to dabble in politics, don't worry. This podcast will teach you a thing or two. Speak it, Umar. Speak it. Each episode, host Shah Miyasani is joined by a special guest to look at the ways the press use misinformation to discriminate against LGBTQ plus people. If you want to explore the truth behind the headlines, Subscribe and listen to Media Watch now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You better click on that link. (laughs) Okay, Umar, let's get into the runway. This week's theme was the thrill of it all. Um, There's quite a lot of looks, so I'm just going to ask you your top three and your bottom three. Okay, let's start some drama. Oh my God. In the words of Sia, looking for those cheap thrills or something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. My top three favourites. Eureka. Loved Eureka's camp, them pink frilly number. It was a casual reveal, comedy, cowgirl-esque, and she knows how to proportionize her body to perfection. So Eureka was a fan babe. <laughs> then I would say Akira, that big flower reveal. We've never seen that on the runway. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. And Michelle Visage said, that's drag, and I agree. And if I had to give a top third spot i would say i would say um 
Kylie, come on, Kylie looked mm. amazing. If I were a drag queen, that those are the colours I'd be wearing. That is the wig I'd be wearing. The outfit, I'm not sure. Okay, I'll give it to Kylie. I think she looked gorgeous. I would have just cut a few frills off and given it a little bit more of a cinched body. But other than that, yeah, give it to Kylie. Bottom three, let's just wrap it up. I would say Ginger Minge, just because I'm really tired of this My Fair Lady reference and Southern Belle, Lady of the Manor House, whatever. I think we've seen it with Scarlet Envy's entry look, which is good. But at this stage now, I think let the reference be put to bed. Pandora, maybe just a little bit dated, didn't hit the mark fully for me. And if I had to give a bottom third, why not just drag Jan? <laughs> why not put Jan in that box? I like Jan's effort. I just think it came across a little bit too on the nose, costumey woman of a saloon in the Midwest. A little bit too literal. And I think that's the thing with Jan. She takes the assignment literally. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your honest feedback. And that's all yeah. <laughs> on this week's runway review. <laughs> I was quite surprised with the placements this week. I was not surprised with Jan winning. I thought it was well-deserved and about time she got her redemption moment. Trinity Cabernet, that, that, it could have been a double win, to be quite I honest. I wanted a double win. Um, Eureka, in that top three, I'm not sure. Um, like I said, I don't think the Madonna was all there. If I'd put someone else in that top three, I probably would have put Kylie. As Steven Tyler, to be honest, I thought that was a well-deserved effort. Mm. And the bottom. Did Jara and Akira really deserve it? I don't think they did. I think all of them were so flawless. Even RuPaul was like, all of you are goddamn superstars. And all of their runways, none of them had duds. So I think it was a case of picking straws. Um, yeah, I agree with Ginger being low, though. That was just... <sighs> The Fergie plus that My Fair Lady inspired look just didn't do it for me. Mm. I think she should have been in the bottom two, if I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I think Yara should have been there. I don't think Akira should have been there, but then it's so hard. Like, who else would you send in that spot? Do you know what I mean? Personally, I think I would have put Ginger and, okay. and Raja she... in the bottom two. Oh! Yeah, I just, I, uh, I, I, I. Yeah, I think the Diana wasn't all there for me and neither was the Fergie. Is that a controversial opinion, do you think? I don't think it's controversial. And I think also the way All Stars is going, it's like an up and down roller coaster. So, yeah, I agree, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> no. In the words of Yara. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be doing that every week, guys. Just, just, just <laughs> one. Um, okay, let's talk about this week's Lip Sync Assassins. So obviously, last week we had one of the most severe smackdowns in history when Lagandra Gastron just shablammed or whatever the, the term is onto the stage. Dipped. Dip, dipped. Is it dipped? No. No, they, she jump split onto mm. the stage and then she did some shablams as well. Apparently Lagandra's on a national-wide campaign to say the death drop is not actually called a death drop, it's called a dip. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so if you watch Hey Queen, Shad for another podcast, <laughs> um, she was like, boring. Do you know what? This is not relevant. It's called a dip. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's just get into it then. Jessica Wilde, season two alum, legendary queen. Love, love, love Jessica Wilde. I think this is her first ever appearance since mm, Sashing Away. It was like a two. wild Pokemon appearing. Like a rare Pokemon. Mm. I was like, okay. And they are loving this pairing up 
season to season each week. So do they anticipate Yara going far in this challenge and being up against Jessica Wilde? Or? But they weren't in the same season. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... But they, they are best friends, like they said, but yeah, no, they weren't okay, in the same Okay, well, I just exposed myself <laughs> there. <laughs> So she's up against Jan to the beat of Womanizer by Britney Spears. Hashtag free Britney. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we did it at the same time. Uh, um, yeah, I love this Smackdown. I think because we've not seen Jessica much since season two and she only, she lost the one lip sync she was in <laughs> yeah. to Tatiana. Have they done Womanizer before? No. It's no, the first they, time. Yeah, this is the first time they've done it. I, um, I really enjoyed it. And I agree, Jessica Wilde. Uh, Jessica Wilde won it for me. But of course she did. Who, of course Jan wasn't going to win that. I'm sorry. Of course. <laughs> did it for me. It did it for everyone. I think, oh, girl. <laughs> Jan uh, didn't stand a chance, bless her. What? Right, those comedy movements she was making, the robotic kind of... I didn't understand it. It was like a horror movie. <laughs> I think comedy is good for a lip sync, but only in certain songs. And Womanizer is just not one. I don't think you could do comedy that, too. That's the thing with Jan. Like, I, how old is Jan? Like, is she older than me or younger? I don't know. I think she's the same age, like 28, 29, maybe. Same age. I think with Jan, she's got all the ingredients to be a phenomenal queen. I just think, let go. Stop writing the assignment down on paper and making it happen. Like, just live in the moment. And no one was there for that comedy. Oh, girl. Yeah. She did do a shablam, though. I know for sure that was what she did a shablam when you fall backwards into a pose. No, because death. Yeah, it's a dip girl. It's a dip girl. I put shablam into Google yesterday as I was writing my Drag Race article. Now I'm getting times. Oh, God. Um, And that's what it said on on Google. So. What is Google queer these days? Is she well, a queer icon? Okay, let's, yeah. just, let's just say she fell backwards. She did one of those moves. It was great. But no, she was no match for Jessica, who was giving us some Roxy Andrews-inspired hairography mm-hmm. every two minutes. That I got an aneurysm just from watching it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Flawless. Fabulous. Love. Also, this marked another occasion where a member of Stephanie's Child uh, lost a lip sync. So obviously, Stephanie's Child is Rosé and Jan. Um... Yeah, they just don't want to win, do they? <laughs> to a Britney song as well. It's oh, Britney. Britney doesn't like Stephanie's Child. Mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, God, I'm, I'm going to reserve the shade. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Yeah, like how dare three white gay men call themselves Stephanie's Child? Oh, I've never thought about. But actually, who's the actually, third? Why am I getting aggressive? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know, I don't even know who the third member is. No, actually, let's stop this. <laughs> so Jara sashayed away, unfortunately, which I did not want to see. I wanted Jara in the top. <sighs> did you want Akira to go home then? Oh, the two, yes. Because I think we both agree Akira is fading, unfortunately, in the background. And in terms of, like, comedy and drama, I don't think Akira's going to give it. Whereas Yara, we know... Every second is a possible firework. Out of the both of them, Jara is reality TV gold. And at the moment, Akira, I'm so sorry, dear. You're not giving it to anyone. Oh, that sounded really mean. No, take yeah, that back. I take no. that back. Well, no, she's not When the words Yara, fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about that moment was she said, fuck you all, as she was sashaying away. And at the end, she just kind of posed, like at the end of the main stage, like, mm. Mm, mm, mm. She was just giving them the stare down. Yeah. Like, look at what you've done. 
So, of course, though, this might not be the end for Shara because, again, we're in a game. We get it now. Like, uh, when is this going to be? Yeah, when's it, it going to come to light, RuPaul? When are you going to? Mm. 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 Yeah. Mm. 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 I think but it's funny. We watch them drag their suitcases. <laughs> then RuPaul be like, wait. Yeah. Um, no, I loved when RuPaul started talking. Shara left and came back like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm back. I'm coming. She's like, I've had enough. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to miss her. Me too. Okay, Omar, quick fire round. Quick fire round. Quick fire round. Or as we like to call it, our version of quick fire round, because is it quick fire? It's more of a verbal essay. Yeah, yeah. So let's do our verbal essay, shall we? Okay, so again, from alphabetical order, Akira. I think we said it before, fading, not making much of an impact, and unfortunate to see, although this episode... Didn't deserve the bomb too. Agreed. Um, Eureka. I personally think that Eureka is giving us all of the Eureka that we have known to come and love. Um, but she hasn't won a challenge yet, which I'm very surprised about. Yeah, I think you, I agree actually. I think you, this Eureka, I think it's the best version of Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what, I, 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 I can't say it. You the, can't say it. The best version of Eureka where it's just playful, it's fun, lighthearted, and it's not too brash. And also, she is a fashion queen in my eyes, a little bit. She's giving looks. Yeah, I'm, I, I want to see more of the Ellen, 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 I'm what is happening with queen. us today? What is happening with our with our speech? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we apologise, <laughs> listeners. Uh, Ginger, not her week. Not her week. No, and the thing is, Ginger is such a formidable contestant, mm. and so is Eureka. Um, but neither of them have won a challenge yet. Very surprising. Well, I mean, there's so many queens left. It's a long, it's, a, it's still a long way to the crown. So that's right, Uma. Thank you for reassuring me. Okay, Jan. <laughs> gotta give a, gotta give a girl her chops when mm-hmm. she got her chops. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, she did the goddamn thing. No complaints. Maybe not my cup of tea, but um, why do I go so vicious? I don't know. I don't know. She was the MVP, really. It was her storyline this episode. She did incredible. That's actually a good point, because I found when out of nowhere, in the beginning of the episode, they gave her so many talking heads. They gave her so many lines, like every step of the way, it was her, her, her. So I was like, surely they're going to set this up for a massive fall. Mm. So when she won, I was like, you know what? Okay, girl, Mm -hmm. get your life. Yeah. Okay, what are your thoughts on Kylie? I like Kylie this episode. Nice to see her stepping outside of her comfort zone and being a bit more confident with acting. Yeah, good for you, Kylie. Love it. Love you, Steven Tyler. Love it. Pandora. I like the Carol... Ch- I can't pronounce that woman's name. Who does she impersonate? <laughs> Carol Channing. I liked it. Funny. And Pandora in that element is good. I just don't think she's... Standing out. Standing out. But also, she has a lot to say on Twitter about that as well. Do you not see that tweet? Oh, God, no. Where she was like, oh, I'm actually in this episode because apparently she thinks she's being edited out. Oh, Pandora. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Because if you think about it, she's not had that many confessional moments. No. But I do like Pandora. Yeah, I love Pandora. Hopefully yeah. we'll see more confessional moments soon. Uh, Raja. We all love Raja. She's a Capricorn queen, which I've discovered. So we have a, a mutual kindred spirit. 
not her week, I'm afraid. No. But is that the material that she was given? Yeah, still good, still great. Scarlet. Mean Queen, this episode, left shark, redeemed, looked flawless, Katy Perry on fleek, dead ass. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, I said on fleek. Ugh. Trinity. No words. I'm sure, no you, words. I'm sure you've got some words, go on. Did the assignment, did the extra credit, got a PhD, graduated, Beyonce has been redeemed. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, our beloved Jara. Robbed. Robbed. The crazy will never die. <laughs> Love her. And in the wise words of Yara, fuck you all. <laughs> Are you ready for our special guest star, Uma? <gasps> Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> this week, category is... Essex. I spoke with celebs on the farm icon and Drag Race UK's Cheryl Hole about the challenge, lip sync and more. Love it. Yep, yep. And this week we spoke about, well, this episode. You guys get the gist by now. All right, Cheryl, we're four episodes into All Star 6. Tell me, what have you loved? What surprised you so far? Give me the tea. Girl, when they said that this All Stars cast was 13 queens, I was like, how? How? Like, honestly, having this amount of queens, this amount of personalities in one room is just giving me so much life. And it's so great to see legends like Pandora back, Yara Sophia, um, uh, spoiler, rest in peace. <laughs> but it's just so great. And like this season has been entertaining from the jump and I, I'm hooked. I'm glued. Yeah. What's been your favorite moment so far? I think my favourite moment has truly been this last episode. Like, I love a rusical. I love a lip-syncing dance challenge. Obviously, absolute PTSD that I never got one on season <laughs> one of Drag Race UK. So I'm, like, living vicariously through everybody. But to see my good sister, Jan, absolutely smash it, destroy it, as she, because you know how much I love Miss Gargara and I'm itching to get to the dance floor and hear Chromatica from start to finish. <laughs> she absolutely smashed it. But they all did, didn't they? They really did. It was such an incredible lineup. If you were in this lineup and you had to impersonate a past Super Bowl performer, who would you have picked? Sam, are you really going to ask me this question? I know, I said it and thought, why did I ask that? <laughs> it's obviously Carol Channing. Duh. <laughs> no, I'm joking, it'd be Fergie. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming it's Gaga, right? I mean, it goes without saying. Of course. Can we just talk for a second how I want the full-length version of Bring Back My Girls, where they at? By Beyonce. Not Beyonce. <laughs> but that version absolutely popped the air off. It was so good. I mean, Jan was incredible, and so was Trinity. It could have even been a double a win, in my opinion. In my eyes, it would have been interesting to see two queens going up against a lip-sync assassin. Could you imagine the gag? The gag of them both fighting against one other person and then they're both losing. Imagine! <laughs> <laughs> I think it came down to the runway. When they're neck and neck like that, like, Trinity killed it. Trinity smashed it. Like, in my eyes, I would have done a double win. But I think when it comes to... The nitty gritty like that, you have to take into 
account the runway presentation. And obviously, Trinity looked flawless, H to T, mm-hmm. but Miss Jan bought the frills and the mills and the kills. And the, I'm trying to think of other rhyming words. I'm trying to go back to school. <laughs> so speaking of the lip sync assassin, how did you react to Jessica Wilde being revealed as the latest one to follow in Laganja's footsteps? What was your reaction? Look, I'm so glad that we're getting these absolute old school legends coming back because like we're we're drag race veterans we've been watching from the jump haven't we sam and like obviously the kids these days because i'm talking as a wise 27 year old i sound like him whooping them but i'm talking like <laughs> they they don't remember season they probably started watching at season 10 so they don't even know who sasha blore is like the absolute gaggery so <laughs> To have Jessica Wilde come back and reintroduce themselves, I was like, Diva, I have missed you. I love and adore you. I remember being in West Hollywood. For those that don't know, I was at the season eight finale <laughs> of RuPaul's Drag Race. Because I don't get enough tweets. Were you at the finale? Yes, I was at the finale. But I was there at Mickey's in West Hollywood. And I remember just being surrounded by absolute Drag Race royalty and being like, gagged that I was in the same room as all these queens that half these kids don't even know who bloody Serena Cha-Cha was from season five and I'm like guys come on catch up yeah I think it's actually quite despicable to be honest to call yourself a drag race fan and then not having watched seasons one to whatever it is watch them all they're amazing like these queens are incredible you can say that again you can say it on the loudspeaker you can do it at the tannoy at Tesco's they need to hear (laughs) Yeah, and Jessica returned and she showed exactly why she became a fan favorite. She was incredible in that lip sync. What did you think of her and Jan's showdown to Womanizer? I mean, hashtag free Britney. Shall we say any more? <laughs> I think, like, look, the, the, the poor girl needs absolute help because her family are doing her dirty. So hashtag free Britney. Mm-hmm. But also Jessica absolutely came back and destroyed it. I love my sister Jan and it's so hard to showcase a three and a half minute song in 45 seconds that you get given mm-hmm. in the final cut. So I know my sister Jan put up a good old fight, but Miss Jessica really bought it. It was the red fringing for me. It was the red fringing. And the hairography. She was giving me cardiac arrest realness. I was like, Jesus Christ, I would have fallen to the ground. Oh my God. Do you know what? I, you can tell I'm getting old because I look at people and go, stop, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> and I used to just jump into the air and pound my puss into the ground. Like those days are long gone for me. I'm <laughs> looking after my aging knees. If you were on that stage and you were waiting for a lip sync assassin to come out, who would you be scared to go up against? Well, she's just been Lagandra Estranger. I'd be absolutely bricking it to go up against her. If it was a case of UK queens, Miss mm. Taste, I, I mean, I love Taste to Pieces. We've worked together for many and many a year. I know sh- she would give me a good running, <laughs> but I think she might actually tip it. Who knows? Who knows? It depends on the song. Yeah. Okay. What would be your song then? What would be the song that you perform that no one can beat you to? Well, I already did it. Call my name. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to redo? <laughs> In front of Cheryl. Oh, iconic moment. Yeah. Maybe maybe without a crunchy 
death drop that uh, I was lip syncing in two sizes, two small shoes because I ordered a US eight and not a UK eight. <laughs> that was a fun day. It didn't look crunchy. It all looked really good. Uh, the kids still drag me to death, and I just like I'm I'm tempted to just put a video on my Twitter one day, just being like, "This is how it's done." <laughs> And then just do it a compilation of all my successful death drops. <laughs> oh my. Okay, I'm gonna have to rewatch that now and see. But I think you killed it. You killed it, Cheryl. So Thanks, darling. So I love you, Sam. <laughs> okay, do you think Jara deserved to go home this week? When it comes down to all stars politics, it's not just your performance in the challenges, it's also how you conduct yourself in the workroom. And I think she might have been rubbing people up the wrong way in the workroom. So I think that might have played into her reasonings. But the Queens could have been dirty and said, we're going to send Yara home because she's already won a challenge. Then she's been high, whereas Miss Akira has been safe, low, low, low. So maybe they're like, if we keep around another week, maybe we'll be protected for another. It's, it's all a game. And it's just how you want to play the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a game within a game, apparently. Whatever that means. And the game within the game within the game within the game. And then suddenly you're playing Tetris. So <laughs> let's see how that unfolds. Yeah. Uh, final question for you. Who are you rooting for in this lineup? Oh, I am so glad Kylie Sonique is back. Right. Because... She has grown and evolved so much since season two that even on that Christmas special, she walked in and she went, yeah, I'm that bitch and what? So I'm so glad she's getting her all-stars moment. Obviously, I'm rooting for my sister Jan. Mm. Uh, but do you know what? I'm rooting for Miss Eureka as well. Mm. Yeah, it feels like the third time Eureka is at her best. It feels like each prior appearance... She was great, but now it's like, this is Eureka. This is 100% Eureka this time. Hopefully when I get my uh, <laughs> redo, <laughs> maybe <laughs> on my fifth attempt, maybe I'll one-up B and go back five times. <laughs> I, I won't be mediocre then. Oh, Jan. Oh, ja <laughs> Did oh, you just call me Jan? <laughs> I'm terminating this call. On next week's episode, the contestants will produce and host an intimate chat show called Pink Table Talk and another queen will get the chop and we'll be chatting about that because that's what we do on this podcast. Umar, say, see you later, alligator. No, sing it for me, actually. See you later, alligator. <laughs> Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you're following at Gay Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ plus news, culture, and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thank you for listening. <laughs>